laying it down, putting it down, putting it in, making you feel it deep, deep inside, as deep as my baritone can go, potentially. And that's just on a regular basis. This is how I sound on a regular. And to think, I used to work customer service for years upon years. And you think this would be an off-putting or more of a terrifying voice. Why put me up front? Why put me to work the register? But guess what? I'd calm people down. I'd reassure them. Anxious and nervous. I'd send them straight by just talking to them. Looking them in the eye and saying, Hey! We don't need to go beyond this right here. It's very intimate and direct and full frontal. Like nudity. That's the best kind of nudity because then not all of us are blessed with, I guess, great-looking ass cracks, per se. Or let's even start there with, like, great-looking asses. Now, if you're asking me about me, well, you know, I, I do all right. I do my squats. I make sure leg day exists in my routine in the gym. Now, am I overindulgent in ass? No. It's there. I fit my jeans pretty well. They don't lay any lower than my hips would permit, I guess. They're there. Do I have a shape to me? Well, you know, as I guess as much as a guy should, because, you know, I, I don't have a duck butt or like a bubble ass, nothing like that. Is there musculature to my ass? I'll let you be the judge of that, but if you're female, pause. Let's just relax a little bit, because I'm tired of hearing this hot boy summer talk. Hefe from the Mighty Healthy Podcast, my co-host on that end. Pause. Talking about ends. He wants to make it a hot man summer. Pause that too. I, I'd like to say in general, I'd like to say it's a hot ass summer, which it is. Literally, it's a hot ass summer because you're left with nothing to suffer with but walking around with hot, sweaty, muddy, murky, most likely for you as is for me, hairy ass. But then if I say that, that's pause too, because, you know, from boys to men, Hefe's all obsessed with walking around with his shirt off in summer in the parks in public with the youth all around in Brooklyn. Like, things ain't depressing enough out there in that borough. Here he is with his taco meat exposed and his titties and his vegan beer gut and all that going crazy, you know, always tagging me in his gym pictures, you know, getting it in in these nasty-ass jorts. You know, how do you wear jorts to the gym? Jorts are nasty to begin with anyway. And I can tell by the fabric of the denim composed to make his jorts, his jean shorts I'm referring to. They're, they're like that. I wouldn't say he's buying cheap brands, but they're probably like stiff and hard paws. It's probably he's getting paws, working on his, you know, thighs and his, uh, what do you call it, the hamstrings, paws, getting all stiff and elongated and engorged with blood as it flows you know, from the tip of his toes to the tip of his paws. Enough of that talk. No hot boy summer. No hot man summer. Pause. No hot ass summer. Pause. I I'm tired of hearing this stuff. I don't think we're halfway through summer calendar speaking wise, but still, no hot boy, no hot man, please. Hot ass. Let's leave it at that. Pause, 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 pause. Hands off me. And don't touch me either. D stop tagging me in your pictures, F.A. No, no hot man. Your man's is not hot. More importantly, back to what I was trying to get to 
before I did not do the intro, now it's time to do the intro. Who this? Host of something spectacular. This is the solo venture I do, aside and apart from the Mighty Healthy Podcast. Of course, shout out to Hefe and myself. We do that thing together as one in unison pause. This is the solo thing, something spectacular. And I am who this. You know who I am by now, but just in case you're being introduced to me for the first time, who this is, of course, not my name. It's an acronym I took on to be on air. Who this? That's me. Who's hearing out? It's an acronym. Throwing it back to the days of Wu-Tang and all that. When it stood for something. Who this? W-H-O. Who's hearing out? Space. That. Urbanized. Spelled D-A-T. That. Intelligent. I. Spick. Me. Speaking. Right now. What you're hearing. Something spectacular. Of course, that's also purposely misspelled. Spick. Because that's me. I identify as somewhat of a spectacular being. So, yeah, spectacular. Shoutouts go to a couple of other spicks. And I don't mean that in a derogatory term. I just say that because they are just like me. They identify as either whatever the term is, Hispanic or Latino of descent, born here, born there. doesn't matter. First and foremost, let me give a proper shout-out to, of course, at Afro underscore Dominicano on IG. And I believe all the other platforms as I... Hopefully, don't need to stand corrected. Courtesy of AO, my boy Angel. Is it at AO underscores productions? Angel, please correct me on that. I just don't have it in front of me right now to, you know, as I probably should have. But shout out to both of them. Incredible. And that's not me kissing ass. That's me literally from the horse's mouth, which is me, a jackass, knowing a thing or two about what I like to hear. And I know what I like to hear more of is Afro Dominicano doing a thing. It's like a mosh pit of, you know, the Afro-Caribbean style of, let's say, bachata, a little bit of merengue, and covering a lot of hits from mostly Spanish-Latin genres, but also being able to do, like, Caribbean-Dominican-style version of uh, Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes, which, as simple as it seems and sounds, to pull it off is a whole nother thing, and as they did, beautifully executed. It's it's jamming. It's nice. I fuck with it big time. It's big, big, big time supporter of them. And I'm ready to see the growth, you know, unravel before my eyes. Pause. My eyes are pretty small because a lot of people tend to think I'm Asian. So I, I think I might have bought into it deep inside the realms of my mind. So now my eyes stay permanently small or my eyelids are too like close together, top and bottom. But either way, they expanded, they grew. Watching how amazing Afro-Dominicano is getting down doing a thing in person. I recommend when you get a chance, just so to hopefully the work can get out. But if anything, Angel, um, who I'm speaking of, greatly gifted, very talented, is handling the job of PR for them. They've been able to grow, getting gigs and doing shows on the road outside the great state of New York. I like it a lot. Anything that makes you want to dance out in public with people around that you don't know at all and more importantly motivates you enough to want to get up and dance with a fine-looking thing, all good in my book. Hefe himself said that he can't dance or he won't dance or he's just too busy being fat and vegan, which, again, contradiction in itself, but that's cool. He does his thing however he wants to do it. Point is, Afro-Dominicano, AO Productions, 
Much respect to you both. Shout outs, of course, Spanish Eric from Queens for dropping that project free air on SoundCloud. Check them out at SEFQ. Makes it a lot easier for you to search those four letters and find them on SoundCloud as I did. Very underrated MC. And being able to see who he was back when to who he is now and who he'll become because of his drive and determination, it's very admirable because he's coming back from absolutely nothing to build up into. And I hope myself and Hefe, hopefully I can speak for him, we're able to tag along for the ride. But I mean because it's seeing someone's growth, which you can use and apply directly to your own life, case scenario, whatever. And to know he's growing every single day. Pause, just in case. Spanish Eric from Queens. Big shout out to you again. I got to see the video for Steer Slow featuring Job Poet. Not familiar with the individual. Uh, I'm speaking of Job Poet, I mean, but very nice job on the hook from him. Real cool, real nice sounding. Very pristine vocals. I'm going to play that for you right now just so you can enjoy it and know what I'm talking about. You can always go back to the Mighty Healthy podcast page on SoundCloud, Spotify. I believe that's episode 16, Free Air featuring Spanish Eric from Queens to get a better sound and appreciation of what I'm going to drop for you right now. Throwback, of course, it's been out, but you might as well get exposed to it now. And on top of that, hey, listen, there's a video on YouTube, Spanish Eric from Queens, again, featuring Job Poet. Steer slow. Check it out now. Something spectacular. Who this? Spanish Eric from Queens. Been 10 years since we've seen eye to eye. Serving with them papers just to get that paper. But they ain't enough makeup in the world of disguise. I got. Joke, I am broke, but I try. Is it really about the money or about my demise? Are you trying to take a from me or just trying to cut ties? Man, you think this shit is funny? I'm so glad I could cry. The feelings always there, but the tears never show. I need to be alone and prepare for the show. I make it look easy, but I'm scared on the low. It's just hard when you speed it and you're staring it slow. Man, steer slow. Oh, oh, oh. Now everywhere I go, oh, oh, I steer slow. Oh, oh. Now everywhere I go, oh, oh, I still slow, uh, uh, it's all I know, all I know, all I know. I make it look easy, but I'm scared on the low, it's just hard when you speed and then you're staring it slow. An ambassador for balance like the brand that I work for, getting work for others like I work for, work for. So I say, say less, she just tends to hurt more, I just want to pay less, she just want to twerk more. Can't really blame her for getting chicken for her looks, we on the same page, but in different books. Speaking of the bookings, you get what you put in. You don't get zilch if you miss for the jokes. Anything you take by force, you could get by love. When I get high love, I'm just trying to get by love. See, I'm already mellow. I don't need a spark to lie. When the truth is cold as yellow, you don't need to carve a lot. It's hard to drive when your heart divides. And the art design of taking care, you're starting five. It look easy, but it's scary on the low. It's just hard when you speed in and you're staring. It's slow. Oh, man, steer slow. Uh, uh, now everywhere I go, oh, oh, I stay slow uh, uh, Now everywhere I go, oh, oh, I stay slow uh, uh, 
It's all I know, all I know, all I know. I make it look easy, but I'm scared on the low. It's just hard when you're speeding and you're steering it slow. Spanish Eric from Queens featuring Ja Poet. Hopefully I'm saying that right. If Ja Poet's out there, he wants to correct me. Hey, or is it Ja Poet? I don't know. French tip, who knows? Whatever, pause. Steer slow, Spanish Eric from Queens featuring Ja Poet. Directed by, let me just pull it up too. I want to give that guy credit for as simple as it was the approach. It was still very creative. Directed by Dre Manning, of course. Shout out to him. So uh, shout out to all three entities as mentioned, but more specifically right now, Spanish Air from Queens. Had to bring that up because it was a surprise, at least when it dropped on the IG, which led me back to the YouTube channel to watch it. Simple to the point video. The song is very short. The video adds on about a minute more of what's actually the length of the song in question. I like the approach to it because it was so simple, but so significant because if you listen to the project in its whole, it is free air. He explained already his theory of eventually at some point, it might be to the point that life or whoever's in charge of it, who runs things, might charge you just to breathe, considering it's still free as we speak. But then there's things going on as far as oxygen tanks. I brought that point up and I was questioning, well, is air really free if we've had oxygen tanks for so long since, et cetera, et cetera. But the video right now, though, I like the intro because... It's a U-Haul truck. It's just him packing up his bike. And at first, Eric, I'm going to give you a lot of credit here because that's very a very clever marketing mind slash scheme. I thought there was something wrong with my audio. I kept fumbling and playing around with the, with the sound of thing. My phone was like on the fritz again or fucking up, but it wasn't. It was just you took the sound off of whatever dialogue was going on, so you're reading the subtitles to get more of a compromise, I guess, an engagement of having to read what's on the screen instead of just, you know, kind of letting it play in the background. Let me lay my phone down. I'll just listen to it and give it a, you know, a listen when I can or kind of overhear it. You made me go back to the phone, step away from my desk and actually watch the video for the subtitles. As far as the guy asking you, is that all you're taking? Referring to your bike, you put it in there and it's like, yeah, it's all I need because of the whole project in its whole it shows the bike as the only thing put into the back of the U-Haul truck, meaning literally that's all you need to take with you. And you might question, well, why don't you just ride the bike to wherever you're going since you got nothing else you're taking with you? But that's it. The essence of the art, the gift you have inside you that you're ready to share, it's still, yeah, you could put it on display as far as riding the bike all around town, going crazy, doing your thing with that. But you'd rather protect it to make sure it's still there to formally and properly present to whoever's out there waiting to hear it, or at least when you're ready to give it out like that too. So it's not just throw it out there, see what hits. It's kind of like, here's my art, here's my craft, here's my essence. I'm going to protect it as it was my firstborn, and I'll give it to you as it should be given to you, as a gift, still protected, needing to be guarded and taken care of seriously. Little things I noticed in the video was towards the end, and I think throughout it, like 
the, the shots and scenarios changes. It's literally just him mostly riding around the U-Haul with, uh, again, the featured artist, Job Poet, all around. The emphasis is steering slow, taking your time and easy with it. Just, you know, take it easy on the course along the path. I like the little add-ons of playing around with, it looks like, I don't know what the effect is called, but it's clever as far as the screen at times looks like you're just watching on your phone because they filter it to the point where the left part of the screen looks like the big iPhone button, like you're watching on a big phone. And that was clever because like you can take down and go with you like he would the bike and just make it happen like that. I'm in awe of the marketing brain genius that is Spanish Eric from Queens. Shout outs to him big time again on the IG, Spanish Eric from Queens, YouTube as well. Check out the video. With your permission, hopefully I'm asking this time, and this is the former, and okay, maybe informal way of asking you, Eric, but I'm going to try to share that best I can, the video at least, because there's a lot to be said about how big the brain is. Pause. You got going there, and you're harboring, and hopefully we can only learn from you and have you back on, too. When you do your next video, too, I like to be there for the behind-the-scenes recording of the put kind of like a little doc together along with another episode that you're definitely long overdue for along here with us, you know, come through or let us be there too as well. When you're, you know, in the midst of creating, be the video show, whatever, and support the cause best we can. We'd love the support free promo play off each other like that. Pause. Big, big shout outs to Eric Spanish, Eric from Queens. Excuse me. That's the point I meant to make. Um, let me just go back here to this thing. Now, here we go. But to bring it back to the point at hand, which is there's something else that needs to be steered ever so slowly because it's going on a not just a bumpy road. I don't even know steering slow at this point could even like get it back on the right path. It's just about how about we take this thing, this rig off the road and just dump it somewhere and just hitchhike it to where we got to get to and just get a whole new ride once we get into town B because town A just had us high and out of our minds and delusional where we thought the road was clear. Nope. On the wrong path the whole time. Now listen, Steer Slow was of the bare necessities as was his bike, his art, his craft, his essence. Spanish Eric from Queens I'm referring to. Bare necessities reminded me of The Jungle Book, which was a very coveted and heralded Disney flick, animated of course, from back when, whenever that came out. And I'm of the few probably that, dare I say, I'm a fan more of the live action version of the Jungle Book with the, the actual kid that did his thing is Moe, or I forget the name. Either way, I just like the movie. I like anything with talking animals that seems cool because they all seem like as animals should be, ideally. Something you could just pet and covet and then you hope they don't bite half you know, your extremity off as was with, you know, Baloo and the tiger and the elephants and all that. I just like the live action more because it looked convincing enough. And, and just to put it out there, too, Scarlett Johansson, she played the snake. That's what she said. You didn't get to see her face, you know, uh, impose onto the snake and nothing like that, or let alone her tongue, you know, doing the thing, like, you know, flickering all that stuff. But it was very seductive. And as boring as females like to say she is or as dull looking or as like doughy face she looks but as she developed and i think 
you know, I'm guilty of being such a Marvel fan like that, or the universe at least, when I saw her as Black Widow in that outfit, and when she probably debuted in Iron Man 2 as, you know, Black Widow. Yeah, I've been in love ever since. I think the red hair, the blonde hair, or like she was in Endgame, I think the blonde hair with the red tips. Yeah, she'd been sexy to me. Big fat lips and big old doughy, lost looking eyes and stuff. But that body, though, there's nothing wrong with that body Mm -mm, at all. And even as a snake, I felt the presence in her essence. And I wouldn't be like, yeah, just wrap yourself around me like I was a like I was an innocent jungle boy ready to be engulfed by you. And be nothing but your prey and your feed. It's okay. Take me in. But yeah, back to the point, though. Jungle Book, the live action, I liked it. There's been a lot of controversy as of late. Not so much controversy, but just like a lot of backlash as far as this live action version of The Lion King that just dropped. Which, you know, oh, it doesn't compare to the animated classic from 93 and 94. I don't don't remember that. Lion King like that anyway, but I remember it was like really nicely animated for the time, and then the remastered Blu-ray versions, I guess, really took it up a notch too, as far as like, ooh, strands of hair animated, of course, being able to move individually, and great, but it's still the Lion King from like 1994, that's great. I like the point Disney was trying to go for, where you know, it's just the Lion King in 3D, you know, air quotes, live action looking, where the lion's moving his mouth to talk to make it sound like a human's talking, but then you look like, oh, it's a lion talking to me. Hey, okay. But it seems like they failed. I haven't seen it myself. I don't remember Lion King, like I said. I kind of wanted to see this live action Lion King, but then I wasn't tempted enough to go ahead and do so. Maybe I'll watch it when it drops on, uh, not DVD, uh, when it drops on digital. Yeah, I'll go ahead and watch it. Okay, great. No problem there. But from what I heard, it's literally just a live-action remake scene-by-scene of the animated film, which is a big no-no, I'd say, because that's just a money ploy. I mean, I get it. Disney taking advantage of the fact that it's been, what, 15 years? Uh, Sorry, 25 years since the original Lion King came out. So it's a whole new generation of kids. They're too young to know the old one. The parents of these kids now, or maybe even grandparents if they're Spanish, who knows, they, they get, you know, busy from a young ass age. You know, they probably barely just watched The Lion King, got too into, you know, can you feel the love tonight? And then just did their own thing, too, and made their own little cubs. And then their cubs had cubs, too. The point being, they brought their kids to see this new Lion King and reintroduced to them just to feel nostalgic because there's nothing wrong with liking Disney. So, you know, it's okay. They did their thing there, but then if the takeaway is it's literally just a 3D version of what The Lion King was already, scene for scene, no changing that whatsoever, then that's a jip. I guess maybe that's why I knew maybe I don't have to go see it, and I didn't, and I probably won't, not in theaters at least. I'll just wait again until it drops on Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever that streamer platform is. Now we go from The Lion King, which at least from the trailers... And the buildup and the little bit I've seen of the film itself, it's beautifully crafted. I have heard that as well, besides the criticism. Oh, but it's beautiful looking, though. Or it looks like a lion or a warthog or a meerkat or whatever animals there is legit talking to me. They're just on the screen. 
without looking at me directly. Now that's commendable too, as far as how we've far we gotten technologically speaking. So then someone explained to me, and of course bringing it back full circle to again courtesy of uh, Spanish Eric from Queens, steer slow. Someone explained to me how we fucked up so bad on or we found a need, at least someone in their sicko mode minds found a need to make a live version of or a live action version of Cats, which was a play on Broadway, Broadway play, however you want to call it. I never got the point of it, the Broadway play, I mean, because it's grown folks slash potentially frustrated dancers and or ballerinas or do you call men ballerina dancers, ballerinas too, or ballerinos, whatever. They all wear tutus, and on top of the tutus and whatever leotards, skin form fitting, of course, they paint cat faces on them, glue some fur onto their backs, their tails coming out their ass, but they're still human form and shaped, dancing around about how it's like to be a cat, plie and, and pirouetting and splits in midairs, which is commendable. Because to be that flexible and agile and like a cat, I guess, but still being a human is, you know, worthy of praise. But then if you're doing it on a big stage and they're moving the props all around you, making it look like an alley, making it look like the back streets or wherever you're being a, excuse me, pretending to be a cat at and doing your thing in live action, the lights change and smoke machines and then they're jumping off the stage into the audience, you know, row, row, and prowling and prancing around like they were cats again, you know. But we all know the point. Cats are jerks. They like nobody. They kind of like and tolerate and put up with the people who give them the catnip and the cat food and the cat scratching posts. But that's about as far as it goes with them because, again, cats are jerks. I don't like cats. I like kittens. Don't shower me in kittens. Bathe me, praise me with kittens, reward me with a kitten or two. I had a kitten for like two weeks. That was a time when I lived in Corona, someone's basement. Long story there to explain, but point being is my father was a bum and a deadbeat. We ended up in the basement in Corona, courtesy of a friend's house. Uh, they just so happened to find a little cat in the backyard. He had kids already too, two or three of them, I forget. So they found the cat, but I saw it first, but they... State claim to the cat, so I had to kind of give it up in that sense. So we all took care of the cats. We all took turns, but I was older than them. I figured I knew enough not to let the cat roam in the back, the kitten, excuse me, roam in the backyard, which was huge and with blades of grass taller than the kitten itself. But then, you know, one day we all come back from school. No, sorry, I came back from school. These bums weren't back from school yet because I was that smart and I finished school early. I come back and the kitten's missing from the box because guess what? Some dickhead let him out the box and put him out in the yard for like, oh, two minutes at most. Let him get some air. Let him stretch his paws out for like two minutes in the morning. All of a sudden, searching the yard, high and low, low and high. Kitten's not there. Again, like I said, blades of grass. Bigger than the kitten himself or herself. I don't remember what the sex of the kitten was. Gone. There's holes in the fences. There's ditches in the yard I don't know what they were burying or trying to hide there too point is the kitten's gone it could have gotten ran over it's in Corona who knows they might have been that hungry out there in the streets like that they might have just you know 
it's no no offense to Dominicans, but you know they snatch chicken straight off the street back when I was in Elmhurst and cooked them up and fried them up and made them that night's dinner. I don't know why they wouldn't do the same with cats. God forbid the cat, uh, excuse me, the kitten roamed his way, excuse me, roamed his little way all the way over to Flushing. And again, not to be racist or stereotypical, but you know, Flushing as Main Street, first part of Flushing you hit, he, she, it, prances a little way over there. And then all of a sudden, you know, they said, hey, what's for dinner? Or just walk right past me underneath my nose, literally, and just snatched them up. And well, you know, that was that night's beef chop fun. The meat that went with the long flat noodle anyway. It's a really good plate, by the way, if you never tried that. Point being, cats are on Broadway. I don't know who went to go see those things. I've only heard from people who actually seen them back in the day when they were on Broadway. The play, I mean, is it's creepy. At least from the street men that had to go there because they had wives. You know, my wife is fat. She wanted to feel loved again. We had to do things together like we do every so once a month just to be like, hey, I'm married. Well, it was me. Took her and then, you know, she's all enthralled like, oh, cats. And he's like, yeah, cats. Fantastic. Cats was on Broadway that long or for years upon end. And then I think there was like a grandioso last show. But then the point is now, if they done it on Broadway like that, that it had to translate onto the big screen as it looked as per this trailer that dropped, because the trailer was creepy looking. As I said at some point, it's like, if anyone remembers the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat film from years ago, he looked creepy enough. It was just literally a big-ass cat with Mike Myers' face. They did a somewhat better job in that film, but it's like if that Cat in the Hat came alive and had a sick, demented, wet dream of seeing live-action human-slash-cats for only his sick purposes. Here comes Cats, the movie version. Now you got James Corbin being fat and British and arrogant and smug as a cat, which they could have gotten one of those, like, tabby cats or whatever you call them to do that part, too. You got Jennifer Hudson, of course, as a black cat. I mean, that's so oppressing. She could have been a white cat, for all I know, because, hey, remember... The Secret Life of Pets 1, Kevin Hart did not change his voice at all, his infliction at all, but yet he got to play and probably get a nice big fat paycheck over playing a Snow White bunny with anger issues and with a Philly accent on top of that to boot. He didn't do a thing to change anything on that end. Go figure. Then again, go count his figures he made off of that. So I guess good for him. But again, I'm not a Kevin Hart fan, so I don't care. Whatever. I don't wish him ill. I just, you know, hey, let's not hire him so much because he's he's a little bit too big for his britches now. As short as he is, I get it. Now there's going to be the live action movie. And that's where I'm confused again. Because is, is it a live action version? Is it 3D? What What's it called? Because then you got uh, not, not Melissa McCarthy, the other fat, funny white girl from all these other little movies that be coming in and out. She's usually the female or second female lead in the female comedies and all that stuff. She's actually pretty funny, but I forget her name right now. Now, she's a fat cat, and, and the fat cat doesn't even have a fat cat suit that would be like a fat cat would, just a belly or like a big ass or like a big bushy tail or whatever, extra thick tail, two Cs for the tail, I mean, but it's a cat with tits. 
And on top of that, they didn't really hide her face too much, which is not ugly, but they didn't do much to make up the face or make it seem more cat-looking-like. And on top of that, the cats are like human-sized. They're not proportioned or in a ratio that would be concurrent with an actual cat. Or why couldn't they just animate cats like they did like Puss in Boots? You know, from DreamWorks, the, the, the Puss in Boots from the, the Shrek world, the Shrek realm. They could have done that. Shrink them down to, like, a cat stature. You want to put someone's face on them that bad, you know, like James Corbin or the fat white girl, the funny fat white girl, I mean, not oppressor, or, or, or Jennifer Hudson, too, and morph them onto a cat like that. And, you know, they, they sing, they dance, they prance. No one's going to watch the movie anyway because it's creepy. Then they get the hint or the memo from the Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie, which again, probably more to the point we really didn't need a movie about because we already got one animated back in 99, which wasn't bad from what I heard. But a live action one is not what we needed. Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik might be the only selling slash interesting point about that film at all whatsoever. But he looked bad enough, Sonic, I mean, when they first revealed him to the point where the outcries of this is disgusting and wrong and immoral caused the guys to go back to the drawing board and redraft Sonic, how he looked in the movie, to come back out to look a little bit more like Sonic as we know him as a cartoon hedgehog. Because hedgehogs barely have a face. If you look at a hedgehog up close and personal, as I haven't, but I've seen YouTube, of course, as I'm sure you can, dummy. They got little two little dots for eyes, as in very beady-eyed, and one little fat black tip pause for a nose. Itty bitty bitty little teeth. And besides that, they're just like there's like no forehead at all. There's just straight hair right from the eyes. There's no such thing as eyebrows on a on a hedgehog. You know, you got eyebrows as thin as a hedgehog. Psych. There's no such thing on a hedgehog. Stupid. There was outcry for that, and ever since. The trailer dropped for Cats, which again, from my understanding, is going to drop around holiday season of this year, 2019. There's been outcry and outlash. Anamorphic. It's all wrong. It's an abomination to one's eyes. Because now, if let's say Jennifer Hudson kills it as far as the vocals go, and I'm sure she can because she's a great singer and a great vocalist and does a thing when it comes to unleashing the pipes. And on top of that, she lost the weight, so she looks phenomenal. Which she did look good fat anyway, but ever since she thinned down, she got the tits on display. Just like with Mariah, she got heavier. You know, the weight, first thing, unfortunately for her, goes to her face and then the tits. Thank God when she loses the weight, though, everything shrinks but the tits. So Mariah Carey got IGTV. I strongly recommend it if you haven't seen it until now. She's got a good sense of humor. From what I still hear, as per Nick Cannon and other parties involved too, she is like unbearable to be around, but she's worth looking at at least, you know. But it steals from Jennifer Hudson stealing the show again as a as a star vocalist, being a black cat that didn't get properly made up right in the face. And now we're trying to distinguish, are they going for humans that are trying to be cats? Or are they cats that are trying to be humans that may be in the right amount of moonlight? They transform to full-sized humans, or do they stay cats, but they just got human faces? And, you know, are they able to lick themselves? Because I don't think anyone 
amongst the cast, at least, even if they're like background dancers or ballerinas or gymnasts, acrobats, whatever. I don't think anyone's going to be able to get their legs high enough amongst themselves to lick themselves down there. Now, maybe if they now maybe they start licking each other. I don't know if cats do that for real, though. I know they lick themselves, but do they lick each other? I'm not too sure. And I don't want to find out. Well, maybe on a cat, I, I wouldn't mind finding out because it's cats. They're, they're jerks. But a human pretending to be a cat or in the midst of playing her role so properly starts licking another cat. Now, if it's guy on guy cat licking each other, I'm all the way out. I'm pulling out fully. Pause. I, I don't want no part of that. It's a man cat licking a, a woman cat. Depending on who I know might be under the makeup and the getup and everything, maybe even then I might not be fully interested. Maybe if it's female cat on cat, but would that still be considered lesbian? Or, or, or because they're cats is that cannibalism because they're eating each other? I don't know about that one either. I'm really confused, sincerely, to the fullest confused about this one. But as far as I know, Hollywood... Big studio execs, whatever your names are, whoever you may be, and thought this would be a quick cash grab for whoever's stupid enough to want to go see this in the first place. I think you need to find a parking spot, you know, relax, think about a thing or two before you commit to this any further. Or if you're just too stuck on your high horse. Your nose is bleeding from being that high up in the air, or you just throw your nose up there because you have no cares in the world. I recommend, if you're still driving right now, Malibu, wherever you're, where you lay your head at home, because you made a quick buck or two off of this horrendous thing is going to come out. I beg of you, please, if you still have the time to steer slow, where you can gain control of this thing and say, hey, the most logical thing would be, let's can this thing. Even though it's out there and trailers are already widespread around the world for everyone to see. Or back to the drawing board, let's make this an animated movie and see who might be crazy enough to go want to see it then. Or, I mean, there's still time to make sure it goes straight to, well, at this point, digital. Because DVD, I'd still be embarrassed to anyone seeing the DVD case of that, or Blu-ray, whatever, of cats in my collection. Digital, at least, I can hide it in, like, the uh, untitled folder, like you would for your porn. But it's at the point where, no, it's at the point where I'd rather you find out my porn collection and preferences, as creepy as they may be, n not me, I'm just generally speaking, than I would for you actually finding out I have cats somewhere stored on my hard drive, and then I watch it, and God forbid, enjoy it. You're a psycho if you enjoy cats. I'm going to say that from now. You know, off the rip, it's going to suck. I can tell it's going to be a bad movie. It's pointless. I don't know anyone that begged for a live-action version of Cats. I don't know anyone that ever begged or pleaded with somebody as their dying wish for a make-a-wish kid dying of brain cancer or something. I need to see Cats before I drop dead. Okay, we'll bring you a box of kittens, we'll bring you, you know, tabby cats, alley cats, someone dressed up as Garfield, or, you know, Felix a cat or whatever. No! I want to see cats on Broadway. That's my dying wish. I'm that child's parent. I'm unplugging the life support myself. 
I raised a dummy. Cats on the big screen based off the Broadway play. Why not make it dogs? Everybody at some point pretended to be a dog on the come up as a kid. Okay, maybe cats too, you know, if you're in a role play, stuff like that. But most likely people would take the dogs. Dogs are dumb. Dogs are loyal. Loyal till they drop dead. You can even beat them and stuff and they'll still come back. You know, as long as you got a little bit of food for them waiting and they're hungry. And, you know, the dogs. I love dogs too, but still, you know, I, I got to give it up like that and be true. You know, it's it's okay. Dogs are dumb. That's why I like them. Maybe I can relate in that sense. I Wait a second. I thought I was intelligent. Who this is? Who's hearing out that intelligence big speaking? That's me. W-H-O-D-I-S-S. On the platforms, socially speaking, Instagram at who this is. On Twitter, I am actually who this. I actually locked that down. Now, if you're into movie reviews, TV reviews, stuff of that sort, I recommend you start using this new app called Stardust, which is really cool. Basically like IG for movie, TV, stuff like that reviews. It's awesome. On Stardust, I'm also who this. I was able to lock that down. Not enough people actually took up who this, so I got the first one, who this. That's me. Check me out on the SoundCloud. Something spectacular. Remember, please, I'm also a part of the Mighty Healthy Podcast alongside Hefe. Jeff DeLee says, however you want to refer to him as, I'm not using any of the other names or acronyms he dubbed himself. Pause, 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 pause. And especially no hot man summer, no your man's is hot summer, no hot boys, no boys to men, nothing over here. None of that, that all gets paused and put for later use. Actually, never use. Let's put it on the data archive. But yeah, who this, that's me, something spectacular. No need for cats. Again, shout out to Afro Dominicano. There's more need for that. Shout out to AO Productions, Angel. Shout out to Spanish Eric from Queens, Free Air to the Project on SoundCloud. Check them out there on the YouTube as well. The video for Steer Slow featuring Japoet, who I'm going to assume and maybe hope he's French, so at least I can have fun with the name like that. And he won't come back and try to, you know, get at me or slice my throat for watching his name because again i don't know and then directed by dre manning shout outs to him more stuff from him need as well just like you need more from me more from hefe it's a man thing with hefe his solo joint the mighty healthy podcast again our joint venture soon enough to come soon we got real talk though real talk though however you want to emphasize whichever word of the three of your choosing that's up to you movie TV, film, stuff like that in that realm and that universe. We're going to come at you from all angles. It's like you're getting bukkakied with the arts, all forms of entertainment. We're going to cover all realms and get you some way, somehow. And you're going to take it in real deep. Pause for the cause. Shout outs to everybody included. Later. No way. I can't believe this.